And we are back. Feels so good to be back. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. Here live from the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. Watching the NFL draft. Seeing if the Browns mess up like they always do. It's the Hot Take Kid, Phil Gentile here from Baltimore. I got Marco Denton on the line. What's going on, Marco? What's going on? I am uh, over here just sipping some sangria because it, and the taste is so bad. I'm washing it down with a Miller Lite right now. Oh, so nice. I'm that's also, what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm also drinking a Miller Lite. Sheena is off tonight. She used a personal day. She's got the the kids are keeping her up. So uh, it's going to be me and Marco. Maybe Sheena Tron 5000 will come out a little bit later on. But uh, she will be missed. But uh, we'll have a guy's night out, I guess. Um we have a lot to talk about here. A lot of stuff in the ring and some cool news uh, from us outside of the ring. Some cool stuff going on um, as far as the WWE adjusting to life with this coronavirus and much, much more. And it looks like we are going to get a AEW pay-per-view next month. So uh, that's pretty exciting. We'll get into the details of that. Uh, Marco, uh, Let's get over the credentials first. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. If you don't follow us already, you should. Uh, we tweet constantly with different deals and things like that and interact with you guys on there. Sheena is on Instagram at Chick Foley. And uh, you can shoot us uh, an email at ask at com is the best place to do that. And um, our shirts are available at prowrestlingtees.com slash Chick Foley. We have a bunch of new designs there. And uh, they have sales going on all the time over there. Check them out. There's a bunch of independent wrestlers, uh, including Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, our good buddies from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. They have, have their shirts on that website now. So anybody who's anybody uses Pro Wrestling Tees, anything else is just not uh, up to snuff. Uh, their shirts are the best, so check them out there. And, uh, of course, our Patreon page. It's chickfolyshow.com where you can uh, – Log in, and you can hang out with us, Marco. Uh, it starts at a dollar per month. And, uh, man, the best part of it is interacting with everybody on the Facebook group. Uh, we have 150 people now. we got a, a bunch of new uh, members who are buying and selling. I mean, I, I see people signing up, Marco, and then like two days later, they're thanking somebody for uh, whatever figure that they sent them. It's like people just jump right in, and, uh, you know, it's cool. Uh I think Kenny Kenny Dinkins or was one of the people that wrote like you know I'm in I'm a couple other Facebook groups and like I have no worries about anybody uh, in this group like buying and selling from anybody and it's pretty cool like you know it's not a huge group we got about 150 people but it's pretty tight knit and uh, you know if you're looking for figures it's a great place to buy and sell and trade stuff. Yeah, everyone's pretty uh, everyone's pretty legit in our group. Yeah, um, no issues, no problems, um, never any drama or anything like that. Everyone is pretty good natured. We can all joke around. It's not all wrestling at, at all either. We talk about other stuff as well in our Facebook group. Um, I know a lot of the figures and figure uh, Facebook groups and the wrestling Facebook Facebook groups only stick to those like type of topics. But we're all human. We're all in quarantine, and we all need human interaction. So we talk about a lot more than uh, than the uh, than wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, we uh, we're doing some live Zoom videos. I think next week. It's actually next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. I want everybody to know we're doing a wrestling uh, trivia on the Patreon page, hosted by our buddy Tom Sliney, and uh, you can get in there if you are a mid Carter or higher on our Patreon page. We're gonna give the winner a Chick Foley Show T-shirt, and also I'm gonna pick one 
random WWE Elite off of Amazon and send it to you. Uh, you'll see what it is when it gets there. Uh, it's not going to be a King Harley race or anything, so don't get your hopes <laughs> up. But uh, it'll be something cool, and uh, you know it'll be fun. I, I love doing trivia. I'm not too great at it. I've never done wrestling trivia, so that this will be fun. I'm I'm uh, like a steel trap with most stuff, so uh, that that'll be nice. cool. Yeah. Uh, so if you were if you're a, a lower tier Patreon member, you can jump up to that for five dollars. That will get you into those. And we we did a, a Zoom happy hour a couple weeks ago, which was fun. And uh, with the five dollar tier, you actually get those bonus episodes. Me and Mike just recorded over the weekend a Hasbro fig fig fed draft where we drafted uh, a team of twenty uh, Hasbro figures. We're going to put together a WrestleMania card with those. And uh, it was super fun. I was super drunk during the entire thing, and uh, <laughs> so I actually said that the Legion of Doom had never won the tag team titles. I was I was wrong. Yeah, with that. yeah, you are. Yeah, very I don't wrong. know where that came from, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. And as soon as we got off the phone, uh, Mike texted me like, "Dude, we need to do five more picks, supplemental draft." Because because I I pointed out to him he didn't draft Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart because he's a moron. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he grabbed those. I, I grabbed a couple it. more. So uh, that's going to be pretty fun. I already have basically my whole WrestleMania card listed out, and uh, I got to pick a venue. I got to pick a main event and all that. So it's it's going to be fun. We'll do another episode with our card there, and I'm thinking we can carry it into the next pay per view, like a King of the Ring, a you know SummerSlam, Survivor Series. It'll be pretty fun, man. So uh, I'm excited about that. I actually am interviewing a uh, former WWE superstar on Sunday. Uh, if everything works out and that interview will drop onto our patreon page so we're constantly recording new stuff and bonus episodes there uh but this this what you're listening to now you're still going to get for free no matter what we'll always do this show for free but uh it's just kind of bonus content and we had a good idea me and you me and you marco uh i think mike is going to jump in and sheena when she can we are going to watch every single episode uh from 1996 monday night raw in succession and do a quick like 10 15 20 minute episode like breaking it down and uh you suggested this what uh where did this idea come from man it's, it's pretty pretty fun I, I don't know i think i was i watched uh the in your house it's it's time um and i believe it, it was named after vader but something happened where vader wasn't on the pay-per-view so but i ended up watching it and i remembering um i was a huge psycho sid fan and um he was a champion at the time in '96, at the end of '96, and he had a match with Bret Hart. It was um, it was a championship match, and Shawn Michaels was at the at a commentary. So I'm like watching. And I'm like I'm like I, 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 everything started coming back to him. Like oh my god, I remember this happened and this happened, and then like and then it dawned on me. I was like '96, either like at the end of '95 or the beginning of '96 started the attitude stuff because you hear Vince McMahon. Um, at the beginning of all the Raws, I was saying, oh, like Diesel has a new attitude and Sean has a new attitude. Like it wasn't the attitude era yet, but he was he was like kind of like foreshadowing like this is a new this is a new way of 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 my pro- of the product that, that you're going to see. Um, these guys are not who they're who they're who you're used to, essentially. Um, obviously, HBK, he's the, the heartbreak kid. But now you're seeing the real HBK that. Like the really, really flamboyant, the really like aggressive, the guy with the attitude that doesn't care about anyone but himself. Like that's what I'm more in display. And I'm like, I'm like, it'd be fun to like, I'm like, we should do that. I'm like, we should just watch like every single episode of Raw leading up to the pay per views. Watch the pay per view. That might be a longer Patreon episode if we review the, um, review the uh, 
the pay-per-views there. But yeah, this thought it'd be a fun idea to get our perspective on like those shows back then, as we do now with the newer shows, like what what were, what, what the ideas were back then and what what yeah. we were actually seeing and that type of stuff. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm actually really really pumped that we're doing that. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And the first two episodes of 1996 have two guys that debut that uh, have pretty big impacts going forward into the Attitude Era. Uh, so you kind of see the very, yep. like you said, very beginning stages of that switch over to the Attitude Era, which I didn't think happened that early. I mean, you're thinking, you know, this is the first week of 1996, and you know, yeah. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool. So yeah, check it out. We have two new Patreons this week. Uh, Aaliyah, not the former singer. Aaliyah is a longtime listener of our show, and she uh, signed up for our Patreon. Thank you. And uh, our good buddy James Melton, who uh, heard about our Patreon group from the Major Brothers Patreon group and uh, well, si- signed up today. And uh, we appreciate you guys supporting the show. All the money we raise there goes right back into uh, giveaways and T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. We have a bunch of cool stuff where or uh, I'm constantly I've been I've been on a, a cool kick man I've been writing some articles on the Patreon page I wrote one yeah, this week that. Uh, this week about how you should spend that stimulus check and I have one right now I'm writing <laughs> about 10 people that have that have never had a figure before uh, from the WWE that deserve one can you name huh. one, can you name one of those people off of that, this list that have never had a figure Let me never think. never had a figure never ever uh Wow. Uh, in my mind, I think everyone had a figure at some point, but yeah. I, I know there there are people that haven't had one. Are we going like way, way in the way back machine? No, no, I don't have, I don't have anybody too, too far current. back. I mean, I'll I'll give you one example because we'll probably talk about him later because he was just on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. But Dino Bravo never had a. Uh, I, I was actually going to say that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, he'd be a, he'd be an awesome figure if they actually yeah made for one. sure. Yeah, so he's on the list. Huh. There's there's a bunch. Of, there's some WCW people in here too. There's some early WWE. There's some new generation people that didn't didn't get a figure. It's not anybody like you know huge Hall of Fame type names, but uh, it's a pretty cool list. And I'll find some cool pictures of them that maybe should be made uh, into uh, this. I'll give you another one because I'm excited about this one. I used to love Akushi. I used to fucking love Akushi. Akushi, yeah, yeah that's right. I never yeah. had never had a figure. I don't believe. Wow. And uh, I would love to see a Mattel elite of him. So yeah, that's I'm going to write that article over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've got my uh, my 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 writing. Uh, I don't know what you call it. To, my itch. I have, my get, itch. I have to get back into writing some stuff for the, yeah, the Patreon. Man. I was doing that in the beginning before uh, before I was actually on the show. So yeah, yeah I think uh, that you might hit the creative juices there. Yeah, it's I have to jump fun. back in the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd jump back in the saddle. All right, let's get inside the squared circle. This is brought to our friends at Chalkline. You can use code CHICK for 15% off of your order there. Uh, let's start with SmackDown. I did not get to watch SmackDown. Uh, full disclosure, I did not watch too much wrestling this week, uh, but Marco's going to gonna gonna hold up his part of the bargain here. I know Sheena is usually uh, on top of all this stuff, but I did not watch SmackDown. Give me one or two big hits from this. I know my girl Dana Brooke qualified for the money in the bank that's all i cared about yeah dana brooke qualified um uh the other one the other surprising thing is tamina um she beat sasha so technically she's in line for a shot at the smackdown women's championship uh at bailey so i'm assuming that's going to happen at uh at money in the bank um uh daniel bryan he qualified i believe for the yep Money in the Bank yep. ladder match as well, which is pretty big. The other really big thing, speaking of big, Big E taking home the the uh, the tag team championships all by himself. So they did like a, a reverse uh, rematch from uh, WrestleMania. They had the other 
tag team members of those respective teams. So like Miz and uh, Jimmy or Jay, I can never tell the difference. <laughs> and Biggie, uh, they had a match. And, Did they have a, was and, it a ladder uh, match as well? Like from the rest of my new? Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a ladder match. No, it was just a regular, a okay. just a triple threat match. When Biggie won, and the uh, if 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 you have the chance, go back and watch the celebration. Okay. Uh, so they, you know, they do those like uh, WWE.com exclusive like videos of like yeah, yeah. like interviews and stuff. It says him continuously celebrating and like. He's exercising while he's like he's like he's like the work never stops and he's like doing kettlebells and he's like doing push-ups and he's doing setups and he's like hugging the belts and he's licking the belts and he's you didn't see him he uh on on show on air he actually like gives a uh, he gives Corey Graves a, a lap dance um, holding <laughs> the belts which is pretty funny nice. so and he's rolling on the ground like and he's like this is for you Woods this is for you Kofi and it's like it's it's really good but yeah so uh yeah they're they're the uh. Are they eight or nine times now? I, I think it's nine I now. Count. I think it's nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I love uh, seeing uh, Biggie hold gold. I hope you know before he gets done his tag team run here, you know, with the company that they give him a singles push. But um, yeah, let's, um, let's get into one more. I mean, just real quick, uh, let's run down these, these Money in the Bank matches. Uh, we okay. can talk about them a little bit here. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Mysterio, Alistair Black, uh, Apollo Cruz, King Corbin, Drew Gulak. Oh uh, no! It's gonna be Corbin or Gulak next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then a TBD. They didn't, they don't have a, a match announced for that, or? Uh, well, yeah, no, they so didn't say. They, he, he, yeah, he's still kind of yeah. He's Corbin's still feuding with Elias for some reason. Yeah. Um, he kind of he attacked Elias, and they did some like injury update where like Elias is like, like his kind of like his uh his musician yeah. side is kind of broken. So he like he broke his finger and like his throats messed up and all stuff so uh, <laughs> uh, i was reading some things uh, i was reading some like rumors that they're gonna like repackage them a bit since there's like no live audience this kind of makes sense I, I i take into the fact that like since there's no live audience who's he performing for with his guitar and stuff True. so he has to kind of adapt his character to what's going on now um so i'm assuming you'll see something like that before money in the bank or at money money in the bank um but yeah they didn't have they just said tbd for that and on the women's side, we got Asuka qualified, Shayna Baszler, Nick, uh, Nia Jax, and Dana Brooke. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I do like that seeing some of these other people like Apollo Crews and Nia, and uh, Dana Brooke, people that aren't in the in the title picture too much. It's a it's a perfect opportunity for Money in the Bank to you know even if they're not going to win this thing, give give some newer people the rub, and you know, especially now with uh, you know just a limited audience and ability yep. to do some cool stuff i mean you know see if some of these people can step up to the plate and grab that brass ring so uh yeah yeah uh, besides that on smackdown um so you said tamina gets shot i i did see the ending with braun and um bray and that was that was really cool that was really well done yeah yeah no that they're like just doing like the uh the you, you can't beat wwe production when it comes to that that type of thing they're really good at uh I mean, they do hire a lot of like Hollywood uh, producers and writers and stuff like that. So this is their thing, and if they're going this like route with like all these different types of like packages and stuff like that, I'm all for it. Especially like like Bray reminding Braun where he came from with the uh, the black um, mask there, the the gift that he gave him, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually I'm actually kind of hyped for this match. I'm not sure what you think about it, really, but. 
I'm, uh, oh, no, I I'm like looking it. forward to it. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I mean, I think they'll probably do something cool with it. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I don't think uh, he's going to take the title off of Braun yet, but I think there's going to be some sort of schmozzy, you know, cartoony type of angle. Yeah, uh, that that comes from it, and uh, I do like the kind of you know he's still under control. The throwback to the the Wyatt family days, so yep. uh, that was cool. Uh, let's move on to Raw. We talked about Mysterio and Aleister Black and Apollo Cruz qualifying for the Money in the Bank. Uh, did we see uh, Bianca was in ring for her debut? She made her Raw debut, right? Yeah, she made her Raw debut. Um, she completely destroyed. Um, and uh, they the Street Profits were actually on commentary during it. Um, not really commentary. They were just like dancing, kind of like being a live crowd almost, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like giving her like hyping her up, which is pretty cool. Like, um, I wish they were doing that a lot more, like having like wrestlers or someone around like the barricade, just like like reacting to like the moves and stuff like that. So it gave it kind of like that, like uh, that feel of a, a crowd there. But yeah, that, that was really entertaining. The Viking Raiders thing. Did you see that video of the Viking Raiders? A package that they did. Oh my god! What was like carpool carry it? Like what? They're like smiling, like just like. <laughs> I mean, they totally ruined those guys, man. They, they were just monsters in NXT, and with the name, uh, the name change, and just now, I guess they're trying to make them over as mega mega faces. Uh, it, it just doesn't work. But I, I do want to go back to the Bianca Belair defeated Santana Garrett, yeah, uh, and she is the uh, the number one uh, fan of the uh, Boot to the Face podcast. Uh, the they're huge fans of Santana Garrett over there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they yeah. and oh, they Chris, do love, Chris they do Rucker. Love Chris Rucker from that shows. He, he's a member of our our Patreon now as well. Member of our yeah, yeah, no, family. He, I don't know if I mentioned he's that awesome. last week. We, we like to interact on uh, Twitter. We go back and forth. Yeah, he's a good dude in a good way. Yeah, I like that guy. Uh, we also saw Andrade. That I really like what they're doing with this. Uh, I don't know if they've, they've named this stable yet. We talked about it last week a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Austin Theory lost, but he's been getting some some pretty good rub. And uh, obviously Andrade back from his suspension for now. Uh, who knows how long that lasts. But yeah. that, that was a pretty cool <laughs> match against Akira Tozawa. I saw some of those moves those guys were pulling out. It was kind of a, a throwback NXT type of match. You know, went back yeah. and forth. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – they they do they have been able to go more into just a, more of a wrestling show than you know, they don't have the capabilities of having the live crowd to do the you know the twenty minute promo in the beginning of the of the night. Uh, I do wish they would go back in like early superstars uh, episodes from like ninety four ninety five when the guy would be walking to the ring and somebody else would be like in a smaller screen on on the on the TV like doing like a. Uh, like a little pro, like a uh, shoot promo on him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's yep. that's a cool way to like break up the monotony or the the silence of ha- not having a crowd there while having some background noise and just yeah. kind of like continuing a few without having somebody come out on the mic. And uh, that's that's when you, you know if you just do wrestling straight wrestling, that's why AEW has been pretty good with it. Just you you kind of forget about the lack of a crowd, but when you're trying to do some of the other stuff that needs a uh, the crowd participation, it does yep. it does lose a little bit. So yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, we, I guess now we're going to get, uh, McIntyre versus the Monday night Messiah, Seth Rollins at, uh, money in the bank. Uh, so this, this is actually shaping up to be a pretty nice card. I was hoping it, it was going to be happening because it was going to be here in beautiful downtown Baltimore, but, uh, that is not the case. Um, yeah, I was actually going to try to convince the, the wife to, uh, actually drive to Baltimore to, <laughs> to go see oh, it. Man, that's, 
Because I was like, drop. oh, I was like, I was like, I know somebody there that we could hang out with and stuff like that, which is pretty. Because I don't know anyone in Baltimore besides you. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, wow, this, this is perfect. I was like, we should just go. It's like it'll be nice out by that time. Um, be nice weather. I was like, it won't be bad. It won't be bad drive. It'll just be like a weekend, real quick, and we'll head back. Hey, you guys but uh, crash with me. Yeah, we have like three or four folks from the from the Facebook group that are from the area that probably would have gone. So uh, hopefully, once things get back to normal, though, they'll, they'll come back around town. So. We'll see. Yeah, definitely. Um, then uh, we are recording on Thursday, so that means last night was the uh, AEW versus NXT battle. It looks like AEW won in the uh, the ratings uh, for the first time in a couple of weeks, so we'll start yeah. off with them. Uh, it looks like we have our the two leaders or, or the four guys in the, in the finals for this uh, TNT championship. It's going to be... Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen in one side of the bracket, and then Dustin Rhodes versus uh, Lance Archer. Uh, so looks like we're going to get Archer versus um, Cody. What what was the the whole build up with the uh, the Dustin Rhodes retirement thing? Was he just saying like next time I lose a match? Was he doing the old Ric Flair angle? Yeah, he's doing. He's basically saying like if he can't, like it was it was that match last night. So he was saying like if he can't, he can't be Kip Sabian. He's gonna retire. Um, that's, what most, that, that, that's what most people should say. If they, if yeah. they can't beat Kip Sabian, just retire. Oh no! Yeah. Well, he like so he he's from the school where like you hear this a lot. Like um, if you listen to like Aaron Anderson's podcast or you listen to like Jim Ross or any of those guys, they always say like you you want to like obviously you want to put yourself over, right? Yeah. And it, 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 you're against somebody, you want to put them down, but at the same time you want to put them over. So yeah. basically, you say like. He's saying, yeah, if I can't beat Kip Sabian, I'm going to retire. At the same time, Kip Sabian's a great athlete. Like, he he put him over at the same time. Like, hey, he's a young guy. He's he's great at what he does. He's a great athlete. But if I can't beat him at the same time, <laughs> I'll, I'll retire. Um, it's Kip Sabian. So if I lose, I lose. But at the same time, he's, what, 51 now? He yeah, started. yeah, he's up there. So, yeah, so, like, he looked pretty good. Um, obviously, he's, he's moving a lot slower nowadays, but – I mean, he he's, he kept up the pace. I mean, the other the other cool thing too is they're having uh they have Jericho and Tony Schiavone doing um commentary, and uh you know Jericho he's all for like putting people over and stuff like that. So like throughout the whole show he's putting everyone over, like anyone that's in the ring he's like you know he's obviously he's a heel so he's like Kenny Omega's in the ring he's like oh I hate Kenny Omega I hate his stupid his stupid face or whatever. But at the same time, he's putting over his moves, yeah. the V trigger. That's he's the like, way to do I it, man. Face, yeah. So like they're, they're, they're doing a really like a really good job of like with having him do that. And just, it, 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 it works for them. Like not that Jim Ross isn't good at all, but like having that like monotone, like Tony Schiavone call the matches and then have Jericho, like be like the, uh, the over the top, like Jerry, the King Waller, if you want to call it guy, just like shit on everybody. But at the same time, putting people over, um, that no, it was a really good show. I, mean, I can see why they beat them in the ratings. Like overall, it was a really, really, really good show. I wasn't I was entertained the whole time. I didn't change the channel once. That's good. <laughs> yeah, we saw Brody Lee beat a uh, kind of a jobber again for the third or fourth week, and it sounds like he's going to uh, face off against Marco Stunt next week. So hopefully, we get like a Brody Lee Luchasaurus showdown at the end of that. Uh, that would be pretty cool. And then maybe those two can go at it. I mean, that's when that's how you build. Uh, something for a pay-per-view if yeah you put, put him against some actual uh big name you know bigger size talent uh that would be the way to do it and uh you know obviously have him go oh i mean if you have big plans for Brody lee still hate this stupid outfit he has looks like a men on the mission type of purple black <laughs> jumpsuit 
But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, a lot of people like the Orange Cassidy Jimmy Havoc match. Uh, really I heard good. a lot of people uh, singing the praises of that. So, uh, yeah, a lot, lot to uh, be excited about. And like uh, Marco was telling me before the show, it looks like they are going to have Double or Nothing on May 23rd. Uh, I don't know where that's going to be. Probably wherever they're, they've been holding uh, these uh, Dynamite tapings. Uh, I don't know if they're going to charge people 50 bucks for this. What 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 do you do, Marco, if you're in this position? I say give it away for free. I think that's the only way you can you know, save face here. I mean, people love to bag on the WWE, but to charge people 50, 50 bucks right now for a, for an event, but at the same time, how, how are they making money besides this TV deal? Yeah, either, either, the, either they do it for free or really, really low at a discounted price. Maybe $9.99 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, at the same time, like we're, I'm not sure I didn't check like the numbers for WrestleMania, but were people actually buying WrestleMania? Cause they, they were selling it on like pay-per-view and they were selling it on like fight TV on their app and stuff like that for a price. So like, I'm not sure how that works. It's a, it, obviously WWE's a more, way more established name than AEW is now, but like, so they, they can get away with it. But AEW, I believe they, I think they should be. Either, it should be free or ten dollars. I don't think it should be forty nine ninety nine. Um, the only reason why it should be forty nine ninety nine is to make any money that they're losing right now. I'm assuming from like the lot like the live shows um, that they're missing out on. Um, but other than that, yeah, it should be free or ten dollars in my in my book, in my eyes, in my own opinion, I should say. Yeah, we'll see. I'm sure we'll have more updates on the card for Double or Nothing as we go forward here. Let's touch real quickly on NXT. You talked about it. Uh, We saw uh, Drake Maverick, which they're kind of playing up the fact that he was released last week and now still in this Cruiserweight uh, tournament. Yeah. Uh, So it leads me to believe that maybe they have bigger plans for him down the road. I don't. I don't really know, but um, it was cool to have him back. You know, it would have been nice to have a, a live crowd there for this moment. Um, yeah. After that video he made uh, right after his release, you know, tugging on people's heartstrings. But uh, he's a great guy. And I, I think, you know, in the ring, he's maybe not uh, as great as he is outside of the ring. I'd love to see him. It's just like, you know, they really screwed him up as a manager of AOP by having him piss his pants and all that stupid stuff. You know, he yeah. redeemed, <laughs> he redeemed himself with the 24 seven run and, and some of those vignettes. Uh, so hopefully he is going to stick around. We will see. Uh, we saw Kushida and Tony Nese go at it. Two guys that are, you know, I think could use a little more rub and I think should be, I think Kushida is the guy to really beat in this tournament, but, uh, Oh yeah, definitely. We will see there. Uh, me, Yim in action. Uh, uh, the debut of El Hemo del Fantasma. Have you, know, you ever heard of this El- guy? No, not not. I've heard the not name. at all. I've heard the name before. Yeah, um, the, yeah. I just I was just calling him Fantasma because I wasn't trying to pronounce the other <laughs> part of his name. He oh, did almost get abducted though by those. Have you seen this on NXT? There's like van that pulls up and tries to abduct people. Yeah, yeah. What is that about? Yeah, I. I have no clue, uh, but yeah, they, he he almost got abducted, but he got they he was saved. Um, the other match I was supposed to happen that didn't was uh, Velveteen Dream and Finn Balor, which I was looking forward to. Uh, don't know why I didn't read up on anything on why it didn't happen. Um, he basically no showed, so it ended up being a um, a match uh, with the uh, Velveteen. It's supposed to be Velveteen and. And uh, Keith Lee versus the Undisputed Era. Uh, something happened to Keith Lee. 
UE. They said that we don't know what happened to him. Uh-huh. So um, Fevertine, obviously, he wants that title shot against Adam Cole. So he's going to take any chance he gets to to prove that he can face Adam Cole. So he uh, took on a uh, it was a two on one match. Uh, so it was Adam Cole and um, what do you call? Him? I might forget his name. Uh, Roderick Strong yep. against uh, Velveteen Dream. So uh, they obviously they kicked the crap out of him for a majority of the match until Dexter Loomis just appeared on the apron, <laughs> 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 just like just standing there. And they're like, "What the hell is this guy doing here?" And uh, he just sticks his hand out slowly, and Velveteen tags him in, and then he obviously cleaned house. And but, yeah, I'm not sure what their plan is with Dexter Loomis, but. That dude's, that, got a, one, that dude's got a great look, man. Yeah, he has a, he has a stare. I thought like he remember, his. I don't want to obviously people get any mad. He has like that like stone cold look. Oh like, no! When he I stares at people, yeah. with the blue eyes, like the piercing, like just like that dead stare that he used to give people. Like that's I, I get that from. But obviously, Dexter's a little bit of a different animal when it comes to that stuff. But but yeah, that was uh, that was really entertaining. I really enjoyed that match. And Velveteen got the pin on Adam Cole, so. We'll see what happens there. What the what the story brings with that? Yeah, I think I'm ready for. I mean, undisputed era is kind of run their course. Not that I'm tired of them. I love all those guys. They're freaking all badass wrestlers. But I I think I'm ready for them to split or move up to Raw or SmackDown and kind of continue things there with some fresh opponents. Uh, I I mean they've they've been on top of NXT for. I mean it feels like in today's wrestling, you know, decades. So it's probably been like two two years or so but it's probably been at least two years right i mean yeah definitely yeah i mean i i'm not complaining they put on some fire matches with whoever whoever they they wrestle with but i would love to see kind of a little bit of a shake up there and i know they're probably trying to keep as many of those big names together in nxt as they can for kind of viewers and stuff but we'll we'll see what happens there with that uh so yeah pretty good week of wrestling uh i will have to go back and watch some of the stuff that i missed and uh, i got nothing but time to do it so uh that'll be good uh let's go outside of the squared circle this is brought to our good friends at collar and elbow you can check them out uh at their website you can use code chick for 10 percent off there uh these are honestly the the softest freaking shirts that you're ever going to buy and uh i know they just sent a care package to sheena they didn't send me a care package but i don't care uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't need a care package to tell you how great they are. It's collar and elbow brand uh, is the dot com is the website and uh, def, definitely check them out. The shirts are super affordable. Uh, I think they're all like less than twenty bucks. Uh, sh- they always have some some good sales on there. And uh, like I said, with that code chick, you get that discount. So make sure you you take advantage of that. Um, the biggest thing uh, earlier in the week, it feels like a long time ago, is the, the, the Money in the Bank concept. It sounds like we're going to have Money in the Bank from li- live from Stanford, Connecticut, from the WWE headquarters, the first person to get to the, t- the roof of the building yeah. and, and claim, you know, grab the briefcase is, is the winner. I love this, and I think this is cool. I don't know if they're going to destroy the hell out of this building because there was rumors that they were moving uh, soon. Um, yeah, it's been put on, well, obviously, because of everything that's happening. It's been... Uh, I was reading that's been put on hold, uh, but yeah, they, I mean, they might be doing some renovation there, so have at it. Um, but yeah, from what I from what I seen on backstage, it seems like there's going to be a ring at the top of the building, yeah. but then the ladder is going to be in the ring, so okay. it's still going to be like they still have to like climb a ladder, technically, which is that's scary as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Especially I know. If you're like scared of heights, you're on top. Of, have you ever seen the? Um, 
um, the building in person, like actually like drove by it or anything. Yeah, like that. I've driven past it several times. I've always wanted to go to it, but it's always like on a long car ride. It's usually when I'm going up to like visit my my relatives up in like Rhode Island or or Massachusetts, and we drive past that. Uh, yeah, on the way or like you know whatever. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty tall. We uh, uh I think we we're on our way to the um, WrestleMania, the first WrestleMania in New York that they did, the New York New Jersey one. Um, we we drove past there and we we're like, oh, I'll take a picture in front of it because we're obviously nerds. So I stand <laughs> in front of it, <laughs> and this an employee is like, because there's like the security gate that they drive down into to like get to the parking garage area. We're like standing in front, getting ready to take a picture. She just like like she just looks at us like the most disgusted look like we're like a bunch of losers which we were because we're standing in front of a building taking a picture. I'm sure that happens but it was all fun. day though. Right? <laughs> I'm sure people are doing that all the time there. She um, gave us this look like, hey, come on guys, just <laughs> just go, just get get, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I gotta go to work. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited about this. When I first when I first seen it on SmackDown last week, I was like, the week before, I was like, what the, I was like what the hell? I was like, I was like, did I see this correctly? So I had to obviously I ran a uh, Twitter and went to the WWE's Twitter handle and sure enough, yeah, it's actually at the corporate office. Like, so you might see Vince, Vince might pop up. They might like crash to his office and like, it's gonna be pretty cool. I think they're gonna be. It's, you'll be surprised at what they're gonna do. I think they're gonna have they have some uh, fun little little Easter eggs probably for us as well. So can't wait. Yeah, it'll be fun. I think it'll be cool and. uh We'll see what they do with that. I mean, it's an interesting concept and just way to change things up, you know? Shit. Yeah. Doesn't have to things to everything doesn't have to in the ring now. So um we still don't know who this hacker is on SmackDown. They've been milking this thing out for it feels like months now. I'm assuming it's Ali because yeah. of some, some of the uh the, the images they've used, but that seems like it would be too predictable. What's so then so I've been reading some things where they think it's two people instead of one. Um, so it's, it's obviously it's, um, Ali and the other person that they, they're saying it is, is, uh, is Shorty G is the other. So it's two, it's two hackers. Like a tag team or something? Yeah. Like a tag. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be dumb. Cause they both, they both have been gone for what? Like, I'm not even sure how long since like super showdown, maybe you haven't seen them since. Yeah. I have not. I mean, that's cool. I would love to see them do something different. Shorty G. So, uh, yeah. You know, Get rid of that yeah. basketball outfit that he has. Yeah. Um, the other, yeah, the next thing is so is this? This might be correct. I'm not sure. I don't think there is. This is an actual thing. So Rob Gronkowski might be the first ever active WWE champion playing in the NFL right now. True. I think he'll he'll definitely be the first ever active 24 seven champion. Yeah, you know, I don't think uh, there's any other active. Obviously, there's been football players that have transitioned to wrestling, but as an active WWE champion, he might be the very first. Yeah, I was thinking, what if he? What if he's he is still? I mean, I'm sure WWE is going to try to milk this for all it's worth and keep that belt oh, he, keep that belt around him until re, until week one of the NFL season. Oh, you haven't seen the you haven't seen their tweet about. They, uh, oh they no! Him. Yeah, I did. Yeah, maybe yeah. he can even lose it on the. Yeah, NFL is not going to go for that. But I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe like maybe like a like a cool like they'll let them film something during training camp or you know a preseason game oh, awesome. where, where yeah. he gets rolled up by uh by our truth dressed as like a popcorn vendor or something. 
Or the or the Super Bowl if Tampa Bay makes it to the Super Bowl, huh. like it happens during like halftime or something, that'd be pretty sick. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and then he, then he like tore his ACL, tears his ACL, uh, doing something stupid. Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. <laughs> you know. Uh, I do. I do like all the uh, the memes of like uh, the uh, the 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 Buccaneers signed seven more uh, former Patriots, and it was like all the referees. <laughs> oh, the Patriots. Have you seen yeah. the Aaron Hernandez ones? Oh, pretty... uh, yeah. I wasn't going to touch those. Yeah, so we'll... <laughs> we won't say what they are. We'll just yeah. say he's mentioned a few of those memes. It sounds like we're not going to get a WWE 2K21 game this year, which uh, I guess makes sense. If you know they're not able to work, you know, you know movies and TVs are kind of shut down, it would make sense that you know, you're not going to have the staff to put together a video game. So maybe it's maybe it's for the best because 2K20 was panned so much. Maybe they can just go back to the drawing board and just kind of uh, rework yeah. this thing. Yeah, so uh, apparently I didn't know this. So, like, the there's, there was two production companies that worked on WWE 2K. It was uh, the 2K's um, production company as well as Ukes, who's been with, like, WWE forever. They yeah. did, like, all the old SmackDown games yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. So apparently they split. They left. During the production of 2K20, Ukes. So they weren't even a part of this game oh. at all. Um, that's why, hence why all the issues and the bugs and all the craziness that was happening with it and stuff like that. So um, from what I read is there, there there's going to be a game, not this year. Um, they're looking for, obviously, a new um, company with 2K to, to make the 2K series. So... Um, I think they should try to team up with like the NBA 2K people because yeah, those games somebody. are obviously super successful. Um, and just get those guys and just have them go at it because those char- if they're gonna do the character models for a WWE game, prepare to be like blown away if if it's a 2K like the NBA oh, 2K yeah. people working on that. Yeah, uh, that would be cool. So yeah, if you're hoping for that game this year, you might have to just grab 2K20 uh, and hope they've patch that shit up or something (laughs) we will say i'm sure it's pretty cheap now but uh uh we uh we didn't talk about this yet but we have the 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 25th anniversary of triple h's uh debut with the wwe which is uh pretty monumental i love the picture of him pointing to himself doing like the nxt point to like like an older version of himself that's you know that's definitely self-aware self-awareness 101 yeah like uh He's like, yeah, look at this guy, huh? Yeah, this guy's going to be real uh, big. Blue, blue tripper. Blue tripper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be real, 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 real big. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, obviously, it's going to be, like, probably one of the greatest shows you ever see on SmackDown. So that's one of the SmackDowns I'm going to watch because uh, I am a Triple H fan. I never really say it that much, but I love Triple H. He's awesome. I know, like, people think he's a mark for himself, and he – Whatever the backstage stuff, the click stuff, whatever, I don't care. In ring, he's awesome. He's always had really good matches, awesome feuds with people. Um, from the Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena, everybody. So, yeah, I'm super excited for it. Our, our good buddy Lawrence Soto, uh, he messaged me with a cool story about meeting. Uh, Triple H. I'm trying to find it. Oh yeah, he, he actually oh. mentioned that on the uh, post that I uh, did for the retro recommendation. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. So of course I can't find the message, uh, Lawrence. So sorry about that. But he was at a show in Baltimore, and uh, I think it was like back around when him and uh, Ric Flair were kind of feuding. That was probably like you know 2005 or six. 
and yep. uh, he was he had to take a piss. There was a long line for the bathroom. He had to go, and he was down in the floor seats. Uh, so he jumped across like a, some sort of velvet rope and saw a bathroom, and nobody was in. Nobody was even guarding <laughs> guarding the entrance. So he goes in there and takes a piss, oh, and uh, he's pissing, and somebody stands next to him to take a piss, and it's Triple H. <laughs> and uh, he just has no words, can't can't like formulate any words out of his mouth. And, uh, you know, he's just like, oh, you enjoying the show or, you know, I'll see you out there, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think, you know, I don't think Lawrence had anything to say back. He was just dumbfounded, which I can uh, I can totally attest to that. I've, I've been in that situation before, especially when you don't think you're, you know, you're just in a bathroom. You're not like in line to meet somebody where you, you're, you're, you're prepped to like talk to them. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. it was a pretty cool story of just like meeting, you know, taking a piss next to Triple H, you know, one of the most popular guys in wrestling. So that's right. That's crazy. <laughs> I would yeah. say I probably would have lost my mind as well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that is cool. We talked about Gronk. We talked about no WWE 2K1 21 game. Uh, there was a, what was it, like a stockholder conference call today? I'm I'm surprised I didn't get the uh, request. I do own two shares of WWE stock. I'm surprised I didn't get the uh, call to be on this thing. Yeah, that's it. That's surprising. Yeah, they. Uh, that's where they mentioned the uh, the uh, WWE 2K21 game not hap- happening this year, uh, as well as um, <clears throat> Fitz McMahon talking about like uh, he had like a they have like a press release where you can basically read about like what their plans are going forward uh, as far as like a business model for to deal with like COVID nineteen and all this stuff, um, and what they're basically what they're using to sanitize and like. I guess they're using some like sanitizing cleaner that like like stays for like ninety days or something like that. Like it's oh, like wow. some like super powered like cleaning stuff. Um, but the other part that he mentioned too was like for the obviously for the foreseeable future, you're gonna see a lot more mini movies as he called them. So a lot more like the Firefly Funhouse, Boneyard type of uh, type of matches. Uh, we did talk about this last week, uh, but Shawn Michaels brought this up. He did an interview with. Um, uh, the guy that was just released from NXT, I forget. Uh, he's one of the, he's like an interviewer guy. Um, but the Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa match was the first one that they filmed before the Boneyard and before the Funhouse matches. So that was the first of the mini movie matches. That's why I had that look and feel, um, because that was supposed to be a part of, uh, um, that match was supposed to happen, obviously at TakeOver. Um, so they did that one first. And when they announced that they were going to do all the NXT matches, Throughout the next couple of weeks after WrestleMania, that was the that was the first of the of the many ones. So it, was, it went that match, and they did the Boneyard, and then they did the Firefly Funhouse. So um, I'm actually excited about that. Um, yeah. They're not going to do it to death. Obviously, you're not going to see it. You'll see it at like the pay per views. Yeah. So you you won't see it on like regular TV a lot. Um, they only put that on regular TV because it was supposed to be a part of like the NXT Takeover Weekend. And it was WrestleMania weekend, but they probably didn't have enough time to fit it. Um, but I'm super excited. Like I said, WWE production is like better than even Eric Bischoff said himself. Like they're better than anything that Hollywood have, would have would ever produce uh, what they put out. So like I'm excited to see what they do with like the mini movies as Vince McMahon called them. Hold on, the Sheenatron Five Thousand wants to weigh in. Okay, Sheena, are you there? Uh oh. Not working. Oh no! Come on, I gotta fire <laughs> this thing up. Come on, Sheenatron. <laughs> I had a great segue for you, Sheenatron Five Thousand. She must be taking care of her robot kids. 
<laughs> the Sheenatron Five Thousand has like little uh, Brett 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 uh, Brett Five Thousands to take care of. Oh, yeah, well, we'll, come, we'll come back to the Sheenatron. I don't, I don't know what's going on with her. I don't know why that made me laugh so much. It's funny. Yeah. Just a thought of little baby robots. Sheenatron. Yeah, baby robots. Oh God. All right. Uh, so that is our. That's everything for outside of the ring. There. I did want to talk about. Dark Side of the Ring. We'll, we'll talk about that in our quarantine and chill. Uh, let's get uh, into our Go Figure segment. Oh, money talk. Here comes the money. We are back with our Go Figure segment. This is brought to you in part by our friends at Ringside Collectibles. You can use code Chick Foley for 10% off on their beautiful website. And, um, I just got a delivery from them today, actually, that I wanted to uh, unbox on our Facebook page. But, uh, yeah, use that code for 10% off. They are back up and running, and they are a small business. They could use your support, especially if you're not able to go out and do any fig hunting out in the wild. Uh, great place to go. So check them out there, guys. Uh, Mike Lanham is on the line with us. Mike, how are you? I'm good, Phil. How are you today? Not too bad, man. Uh, since, you're, since you're joining us late, do you want to uh, kick it off? you have any uh, purchases or... Uh, any got any packages or anything you want to go over? No figures or anything. Uh, I did pick up the uh, I, I did the Kickstarter for a thing called the uh, the wrestling figure retrospective. It was a, a book. Uh, I'm guessing the guy's out of somewhere in the UK. He's been putting it together for about two years, and it basically covers uh, the history of the Hasbro's. So like all the figures. Uh, the sketches, what figures got released, didn't get released, different designs, stuff like that. So there, there's been a couple of books uh, put out in the past like this that usually cover some of the different uh, series and stuff like that. They're usually, I don't know, little magazines, 30, 40, maybe 60 pages total. Uh, this book comes in at, at about 400 pages. Wow. So uh, yeah, I was I was all over this when I saw the announcement and then uh, the bad thing is it took about two years for it to come to fruition and, and land on doorsteps. So I don't know if it was just kind of single, single guy, just kind of putting it together himself, obviously can't be easy with everything going on and then having to ship it across the country and stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of people probably felt like they had been scammed out of money as long as it took, but, uh, it did finally come in today. I flipped through it a little. I'm really going to sit down and, and, get into it here in the next day or two but for what i've seen i'm uh i was really impressed so i think he uh did one big order for all the people who backed it and did early pre-orders i'm i'm assuming he probably overordered, has a few left to sell but this might be one of those things once he runs out uh they're gone forever so i'll uh i'll put the link up on the facebook page uh or i'll send it to you phil and you okay. can post it and that yeah. way if anybody uh wants to look into it I want to say it's about thirty-eight pounds. I think is uh, the book what is? they've got it listed oh, no, for. The, which no, no, no. no. Yeah. You're talking about the price, uh, right? Not the fucking yeah, the weight. price. I'm so, an idiot. so that's gonna. I guess that's gonna convert convert somewhere between probably forty and fifty bucks American. Don't they use euros uh, over there now? What's what's a pound? Yeah. Versus a euro. Yeah. Who who, who knows? knows? Man, I live in America. the all American dollar. I eat cheeseburgers. Damn it. Uh, yeah, you can go to their their Twitter at. at WWF Hasbro book, and uh, I shot them a, a DM just saying, you know, congrats that you liked it, and you're gonna 
take some poops and read it in the bathroom probably and uh, have a good old time. <laughs> yeah, it's good, good, good coffee table book. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, or after coffee, you never know. So that's there yeah, that go. was that's a good pickup. I look they look pretty cool and uh does it, so it's basically all Hasbro's because of Yeah, um, it's, that was really yeah, basically, out. Yeah, basically front to back. I mean, it's got some of the series, the stuff that didn't get released. It's got some of the knockoff figures uh that some of the different countries sold in the dollar stores. Uh it's got a little bit about the the uh the Mattel retros, but but doesn't really go into very much depth for or uh detail on those since since it's really just covering the early 90s but yeah for for something that's my following for figures i definitely wanted to uh to pick this up and like you were talking about getting your uh your order in from ringside this week that might be the only way a lot of people see figures for a while um especially all these walmart and stuff restocking some of these sets from two or three years ago it seems yeah Wow! Uh, if you if anybody's looking for figures, get online and, and and buy from Ringside. Sure, good plug. You're a company man. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Marco. Did you uh, pick anything up this week? Um, nothing much. Um, for some reason, I, I I received two Shawn Michaels figures, two separate ones. Totally forgot. Um, the Ultimate Edition Shawn Michaels. That was the only Ultimate Edition um, figure that was left out of the collection so got that and then the uh wrestlemania 33 elite for some reason i never had it so i guess i ordered it <laughs> and totally forgot so that's that's on its way as well i just got a notification from uh from amazon that's where i got it from because um, that's the only place i could find it and it was i think it was it was like 20 bucks or something it was like 19.99 um whereas if you went on like eBay would be like $26 or $30 or $34 or whatever. Um, the other thing, too, I, I mentioned this in our uh, group chat. Um, so this is another book because um, I'm a super nerd. Um, so there's a uh, a guy I follow on, on Instagram. His name's Jedi Jack Yeti. Um, he does a lot of like uh, – he has a lot of artwork and stuff like that. So it's a lot of wrestling artwork. Uh, he does a lot of like those like holographic stickers – um, and he does physical prints of, of these things. So if you guys get a chance, definitely um, go to his uh, IG page and take a look. They're really awesome. Uh, he has like a Andre the Giant one. He has Macho Man, Sting, a whole bunch of other ones. But he has. I was scrolling through his um, his his shop, and he has this book called Warzone '97, and it's a poetry um, illustrative book based on the World Wrestling Federation in 1997. What? What is this? Yeah. How did you find it? Where did you see? Where did, I, I got to follow this guy on Instagram, clearly. Yeah. So, well, so he has a, so I, I follow him on Instagram and I like all the artwork and stuff. Um, he has like Ric Flair and all the stuff. So he has this, he has a link to his, um, his shop page and it's, uh, it's called the, it's jedijackeddy.bigcartel.com and he has all the stickers on there and you can order the prints and the stickers. But then if you go to the second page, there's a book, it's a poetry book. With il- it's an illustrative poetry book about <laughs> WWF in '97, and it looks pretty cool actually. It's if you, if you go on it right now and take a look, it's actually pretty awesome. Maybe I'll, actually, I'll just post a link to the group chat so you can did, see it. Did the guy write everything, or is it like fan it's submissions? A, and it's a collaborative it book. Yeah, it's okay. a collaborative book, like him and some illustrators and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely, definitely take a look at that. It's 
it's pretty it's pretty cool it's four bucks it wasn't like a super expensive thing you get a smell how about the uh how about the how about the small businesses as much as you can nowadays so i'm all for that yeah Um, i just i just threw the link up in the uh the chat there so you can go right to it but yeah you can check out all the other stickers and stuff like that but yeah he's i'm not sure he's affiliated with but his artwork's pretty pretty damn awesome if you scroll around on his uh, ig page so not really a shout out but um, i was impressed by the, <laughs> the the idea of a book like that is pretty crazy i, I don't think i've ever seen like anything like that before in my life poetry based on <laughs> wwf attitude era 97 <laughs> i love it i love it's that weird funny. kind of stuff like that that's cool hey, the <laughs> genius was uh, ahead of his time with the with the poetry there you go uh, I want to do some. That's true. Um, yeah, I got some non-wrestling uh, stuff I picked up uh, at snowjoe.com. Got some sweet uh, N95 masks, uh, which uh, seems funny, but uh, you know, in my state now, you're required to wear them if you go out anywhere. I think they're the N95 or whatever. Uh, I forget what they're called, but I mean, if you need yeah. masks and stuff, you know, this is not the funnest topic to talk about, but uh, you know. Going out to the grocery store, you want to stay safe. I mean, that's that's what I'm buying these days. I also uh, found a website called Beer Me, B-I-E-R-M-I, and they will do local beer deliveries uh, from breweries near you uh, within like a 20 or 30-mile radius. And uh, I've been ordering a lot of beer through there, supporting some, some of my local breweries, trying to get them to sponsor the goddamn podcast so I can get some free beer. But... Uh, I know Massachusetts is on there. Uh, I know you don't drink right now, Mike, so you're not interested. But maybe if you uh, if you uh, do start drinking, you can. But I think there are like 20 different states, and um, it's like a five dollar delivery fee. It's nothing crazy. It's kind of basically like a like an Uber for beer. They just like someone from the brewery delivers it to you. But uh, a pretty cool website. So check it out. B i e r m i. If you're a craft beer drinker and you don't feel like uh, going out of the house, and you know, a lot of the breweries are closed anyway, so you have to just do carry out or pick up. So uh, it's kind of worth it if you just want to have beer brought right to your house. Um, I do want to talk about uh, some another one of our new uh, members, Hastel Toy, uh, one of my favorite follows off of Instagram. Uh, a dude I buy, I bought quite a few uh, Metro, uh, Hasbro's from, is uh, is now part of our Facebook group, guys, and he's going to do some live video sales. Obviously, he, ha- he has a brick and mortar store up in New Jersey, I think it is, and uh, or New York, I'm sorry, but uh, he's he's been closed down because of the quarantine, and he's uh, you know he's looking to sell some figures. We get a bunch of uh, hungry people with stimulus checks that want to buy stuff, so uh, he's going to do some live uh, video chats in in our Facebook group and sell some stuff exclusively exclusively to our group. So just another benefit to being part of the Foley family. Uh, we're doing those live sales, so you can don't have to leave your couch. You can just set up and and jump in and buy some figures right there with us. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I wanted to give him a shout out, and you guys can follow him on Instagram. Uh, I did pick up a Shawn Michaels um, WrestleMania Elite from the, uh, the old Boyhood Dream. That the actually the 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 match that we did a a watch long on. Uh, I don't have that figure, so I needed to pick that up. So our buddy James Kilka from the uh, the, the 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 Facebook group sold me that figure. I'm gonna unbox that soon. And uh, like I said, I got a uh, delivery from Ringside Collectibles. So this is kind of important. I, they had that big sale over Easter holiday, and I think I ordered on the 11th, which is a, was a Saturday. So I'm, I'm assuming they didn't get the order till you know Monday the 13th. 
so with uh, you know everything going on in the world today, I was expecting a pretty lengthy delay in shipping, but uh, it shipped down. I think it was Tuesday, so like a, you know maybe eight days after the order went in, and I got it today. So uh, the turnaround time has been pretty quick. So I mean, I'm sure with the uh, the Easter sale, they had a bunch of orders going out. So you know, you know, probably be even quicker than that going forward. So um, you know, maybe not not a two day turnaround like uh, like some other websites like Amazon, but. Uh, you know, you're, you get what you pay for. You get figures that are that are nicely packaged and uh, at a good price, and they're a reputable site. So, uh, if you're worried about ordering from Ringside Collectibles, don't. They are uh, they are definitely on schedule. Um, I think that was it for me for purchases. Uh, we do have a new sponsor that, but I want to announce them once we have Sheena on the show. I did want to uh, give a shout out to our good friends at Manscaped because guys. Uh, we don't, Sheena's not here, so we can kind of talk about this. Uh, you know, we're we're home right now. Uh, our lady friends are, are there with us. You know, they have to deal with our disgusting hairy bodies. Uh, but uh, the best thing to do is is go to manscaped.com. Use our code Chick. Get twenty percent off plus free shipping uh, on the new lawnmower 3.0. And uh, don't snag your nuts. Don't bleed all over your boxers. Don't look like a barbarian. Uh, you know, get those things nice. And what was the, the word that Sheena used? Was it shorn? Those shorn nuts? Yeah, shorn. Yeah, she yeah. used the word shorn. Yeah. I just love any kind of sort of nut butters. <laughs> oh. okay. You, well, had, to, you definitely... had to laugh at the end there. That's going to screw it up. Zach. Okay. Sheena's coming through with the nut butters. So. I love nut butters. Okay, Sheena. All right. I love nut butters. Calm down, Sheena Tron. Jesus. Okay, so it's manscaped.com. You can check it out there. And uh, use our discount code for twenty percent off plus free shipping. And uh, it's it is pretty awesome. I used to use like a uh, straight razor in the shower, and I definitely have cut my nuts many many times. And uh, this thing you can like press your hand against it, it is not going to hurt you or cut you or anything like that. So check it out at manscape.com. All right, uh, should we move into our quarantine and chill segment? I think that's all we had for weekly purchases. There wasn't too much figure news going on. Um, the news of our buddies from the major wrestling figure podcast getting, uh, let go from the WWE. It sounds like their edge head figures are still on from ringside, which is cool. And, uh, they, they have Chris Jericho on their podcast this week, which is really cool because they were never able to really talk about AEW or, or get in depth with any of their figures. So that was a pretty cool interview. If you're, uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, that'll drop tomorrow. So get some feedback from one of you guys sounds like you're calling into a sports talk radio station and you got your radio <laughs> on or something um but uh yeah and i'm hoping some of their figures they can actually use their faces now um on those ringside collectible exclusives from the, the major brothers but they got a bunch of cool stuff in the works i'm excited to see what they're going to do now that they have like 24 hours a day to dedicate to their podcast because that'll be pretty fun um, let's get into our quarantine and chill segment. We still need a sponsor for this. We need like Netflix or, or Hulu to step up and sponsor us here. So Marco, put that on your to-do list, please. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> no doubt. What do you guys watch? What, what should the, what should the people watch this weekend? You want to go first, Mike, or you want me to set it off? Uh, you can start Marco. Um, so I have a couple, um, if it non wrestling related, by the way, for these ones um, on Netflix, you have uh, Ozark. If you haven't uh, watched that yet, um, 
that was a that was a wife's rec- recommendation. She started watching it without me, um, which is a, a no no in a relationship. But uh, she said well, we can go back and start watching the. Oh, that's the, love. Um, that's love, right there. The, <laughs> She'll go back and let you. Yeah, watch. she's like, I'll go back and watch the the, the first season with you. I was like, all right, cool. Um, the second one is um, Shit's Creek. Um, so Ozark is more of like a like a thriller slash drama type of show. Shit's Creek is more of a comedy. It's uh, Eugene Levy. I'm not sure if you guys even heard of of the show at all. It's, it's one of the. It's fucking hilarious. Yes. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's one of the. Yeah. It's it's, it's a funny show. So definitely, definitely that uh, that if you want to laugh, obviously through these hard times, you want to um, definitely pick that show. Um, other than that, uh, it's pretty much it on my end. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to give you some non wrestling stuff to watch on uh during your uh, quarantine and chill i like it yeah that's cool uh those are both good shows uh i would say ozark is not up to the level of breaking bad but it's it's pretty close it's like also one of those shows like yeah i just finished the third season it's almost like they get into one situation and then it leads into one other situation and it's like almost like the anxiety of like oh my god like nothing good is happening ever in this show so you know, <laughs> it's hard to watch like you know five episodes in a row but it's a really good show mike uh what do you what do you got for quarantine and show yeah yeah ozarks uh i've watched the first two seasons i haven't started the third so i definitely got to catch up on that because i'm hearing a lot of people talk about the season online and i'm like yeah, I got to stay away before something gets uh, gets spoiled. Uh, I'm catching up on uh, uh, Westworld right now. They're in their third season. Just announced their fourth season's going to happen. Uh, obviously, might might be a while before they get to, to taping and stuff like that. Um, that's on HBO. And then uh, uh, I started this uh, Waco limited series that's also on Netflix. It has... Uh, the younger girl from Ozarks on it. Um, it's like a limited mm. series based off What's the. It uh, uh, it's based off the Waco, Texas oh, okay. stuff that happened. Um, so yeah, they they added that a couple of days ago, and there's there's quite a few people you'll see faces and stuff in the show that you'll recognize from other TV shows and and movies. So it's not just like a just a random cast or anything like that. So, but beyond that, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just trying to catch up. A little at a time because I'm still working most days, so haven't had a lot of time to just sit down and, and watch a lot of stuff outside of of wrestling and, and pretty much Westworld right now because that show requires all my attention because there's too much going on, too many people dying, yeah. coming back to life, and oh, I'm yeah. like, are, are they real or not who? real? <laughs> yeah, who's who? Who's real? What year is it? Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. It's cool to have a show that makes you think, but sometimes, you know, in today's age, if you if you look down at your phone a lot during TV shows, you can't watch Westworld. You have to like yeah. be on the edge of your seat. Um, I have been playing a lot of Madden lately. I started back oh, it's like Madden nineteen, so it's not the most the newest version, but uh, just running back a season with uh, the Ravens and just like you know squeeze it in my wife was working downstairs today and i was like something happened she's like hey what what happened i was like oh i fumbled it's like, what, what, do you, what do you mean oh in, i'm playing madden okay cool. middle middle of the day um, are you on place uh, are you on playstation of course yeah i'm, on, I'm okay I'm, i know I'm, I'm an adult i think marco marco's an xbox guy i'm pretty sure so oh. uh yeah i we, we have to get on and play together phil at some point yeah you'll probably crush me but i'll play 
Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wanted to ask you guys a question. I think one of you have never seen Star Wars. Have you guys? Is, is that correct? Has one of you never watched any Star Wars movies? No, I've no. watched all the Star Wars movies. Huh. It's it's me. <laughs> you okay? I knew it. I knew it was I've one seen, of you two. I've I've seen the first one, and I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never sat down and watched all of them. Okay, I'm 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 tempted to let my son start watching them. I'm obviously going to skip the. Uh, the Anakin uh, ones because they were just awful. But uh, I'm think I'm thinking he's ready. I mean, he's only five, but uh, based on some of the stuff he watches, uh, I don't think it's you know as violent as like watching wrestling or you know there's no blood or anything. But yeah, you know, what do you guys think about letting my five year old watch Star Wars this weekend? Mm, do you think he would get? Do you think he'd be enter- entertained? Do you think he would get it? Like, there is some action I mean, to it, but there's yeah, he's gonna he's. Cool. He's gonna like the 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 like characters and like the monster stuff and then the yeah, lightsaber yeah. battles. I don't know that he'll keep the attention for yeah. storylines and stuff like that. The action stuff, I think he'll enjoy. But how much attention can you keep for a kid that age? Yeah, you don't, yeah, I think, you don't yeah. think he'd uh, like the detailed love story between Han Solo and <laughs> Le- Leia. Really, I don't know. I uh, mean, he might pick up on it. You never know. <laughs> yeah, Dad is that his know. sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think the, the first one doesn't have as much action as Empire Strikes Back, but we'll we'll see. We'll see if it can keep his interest. So uh, I'm just trying to find fill the days with something, you know. And he's now he's started to watch like, I mean, usually he's okay with you know he'll pick some normal. You know, we've been watching that big the big big show show on, or it's the big is it the big the, big the big show show, show. the it's big, the big show. show show oh the big show yeah it's not the big big show show yeah it's a big uh, show show it's basically like like full house but like you know with a wrestler as like the main character uh, but he loves it i mean it's like stupid like canned laughter it's just like a like a sitcom but uh then he started watching like uh power rangers on on netflix and i i cannot stand anything power rangers i never even as a kid i freaking hated it <laughs> I just don't like the, the the lip dubs over it and like how it's basically like the same show every like all the action sequences are basically like copied and p- pasted into every single episode, but uh, of course you know for a five year old it's like you know just ninjas fighting or something the so, great the greatest thing yeah, right yeah. So, did did anybody watch the the other WWE like movie they put up oh no. The the what oh, was the it? main event Marco, the main event oh, right well, I've watched oh, yeah, that no. several times now okay yes it's perfect it for now. perfect your kids but well your kids might be a little bit too young but it's yeah. it's perfect for my son for at five yeah I say I assume that was right up the yeah. the alley for your son yeah, no. so yeah no yeah. I'm watching I'm watching Frozen all day oh, yeah <laughs> all day that's what I'm watching Frozen one or Frozen two both both back to back or oh, one no. all the time or on repeat or oh, yep. Yeah, you got girls. That makes yeah, sense. that's what I keep hearing about. Uh, Onward being on Disney Plus, they're like it's emo- emotional, but you should watch it. Oh, it is good. It is good. I mean, I cried like a. I mean, I was just like, a, oh god. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know why. But uh, it was it was good. So yeah, any uh, if you guys listening have any good quarantine and chill recommendations, um, I do want to pl- play some 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 Zoom beer pong with like the neighbors. Nobody wants to. You know, set up a laptop or something. It's just like the, the weekends are just so like. Ugh. I mean, we we me and Mike recorded that uh, Patreon episode on Sunday, and you know we had finally gotten sick of just being stuck in the house. So I I made some margaritas for my myself and my wife and my, the neighbors, and uh, <laughs> and that did not go well. I mean, it was just you know all out just drunk. Yeah. I, I, I've 
somehow stop myself because I knew we were going to record the podcast and I wanted to be sober. My my wife got home and like fell asleep in the bathroom and you know, my son's like, "What's <laughs> what's she doing, Daddy?" I was like, "Oh, she's just tired." Uh, so you know, uh, it is what it is. Oh, we didn't talk about the uh, the newest episode of the Dark Side of the Ring, the assassination of Dino Bravo. What did you guys think of this, yeah. Marco? Marco, you start. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. I uh, I said anything with a mafia involvement, I'm I'm all for it. I didn't know that whole backstory of Dino Bravo. I mean, I should have noticed by the name <laughs> that he was uh, that it, they were pretty much Italian, like in that in that part of uh, uh, Canada and stuff like that. So, yeah, like just doing about him running his own promotion and how big he was up there, and um, the story of uh, they were gonna, his promotion was going to work out and uh, deal with with uh, WWF at the time, and he was going to have a match with Hulk Hogan, um, but in fears that you know. Hulk Hogan was going to get booed out of the building, essentially. They didn't fall through. Uh, but it probably would have been one of the biggest matches back then because Dino Bravo was pretty much as big as Hulk Hogan was in Canada as Hulk Hogan was in America. Um, and then it's like, you know, hearing all the stories about, like, you know, him getting old and, like, him not being able to move the way he was and, like, just, like, the decline of a uh, the typical, like, wrestler back then and stuff like that and just finding out what he did after, like, basically became like a a uh, a muscle for a uh, <laughs> for a mafia family, uh, which is pretty in- intense. I mean, you see Dino Bravo walking towards you, um, asking for money that you owe. I think you're gonna give it up. <laughs> I-, I would anyway, in my in my eyes. But yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, do you guys did you guys know the story of him, like how he died and every all that stuff already, or was this something new to you? Yeah, I think it was uh, part of a uh, episode of um, something to wrestle with where they talked about it a little bit. I don't, I don't remember what the topic was. I don't think the whole episode was about Dino Bravo, but yeah. I knew some of the background of what he, you know what he got tied into. So uh, yeah, it, it was definitely an interesting story, but I feel like it wasn't anything I didn't know about it. The same thing yeah. with the Snooker, the Snooker episode. So they were both they're both so well done. The only the one thing that was shocking to me, Mike, did you watch it the other night, Tuesday night? I have not. I have not watched this newest one yet. Okay, the Mountie is in this thing, and I did not even yeah. re- recognize him at all. <laughs> That's right, the Mountie. He's not uh, bad. He just like is totally bald and like you know, looks like a totally different guy. So yeah, I mean, I think I think this series knows like obviously they know what they're doing. They bookended the season with starting with Ben Wall, and they're going to end with Owen Hart. So yep. they have your attention for the whole season, regardless of what your your subjects yeah. are talking about. Um, obviously all these stories are interesting and wrestling fans and stuff, uh, who are really into it are going to want to know what's going on. But yeah, your, your real focus is that first episode and that, and that last one. Yeah. I can't wait for the, uh, the road warriors. That's going to be, that's going to be a good one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you say Dino Bravo oh, and I, like, do. yeah, like as a kid, I just, kinda, I remember Dino Bravo being around and it was like, he would like fight ultimate warrior every yeah. once in a while. And like yeah. you said, Hulk Hogan, but he was really just, he was around Bobby Heenan. He was around Andre the Giant. But I don't really remember him ever getting much of a push on yeah. American TV. But like you said, when you're in Canada and stuff like that, that he was probably a huge deal. They just didn't show that on, on TV yeah. very much. That was yeah, probably more house shows and stuff like that. All right. Let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. Uh, this is brought to you by ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, oops. 
I missed I missed I missed one. Let's go to random merch of the week. I was just talking I'm sorry, I'm, I've been distracted. One of our buddies in our Facebook group uh, bought an entire case of the WWE Mattel flashbacks with Harley Race and uh, I just bought the Stone Cold from him for $28 shipped, which uh Oh, nice. I know, pretty happy deal. about. It. Yeah, it was a great great figure too. I'm sure he's it's just, an awesome deal. He's trying to just recoup some of the money back cuz I'm sure he just wanted the Harley from that case, but um right. I get you were saying there's a bunch of people posting these cases. I guess they're from Canada, right, Mike? Uh yeah, it, it seems like a guy I guess came across a bunch in a in a warehouse or something. Oh, yeah, uh, in Canada and has been posting them I guess one at a time on uh, on eBay over the last couple weeks. So yeah, obviously people are spending. I don't I don't know what the guy on our Facebook group spent, but I, I'm imagining probably five hundred or so dollars for for eight figures. And obviously oh. that Harley race uh, men on cards going to carry a pretty good chunk of that. Yeah. If yeah. you can uh, sell the other seven figures off, or if you if you needed that Jake Roberts or that Austin or that Steamboat for your collection, and then you can part with the rest of them, yeah, you make some of your money back, and maybe it comes out to a pretty good deal, because just trying to find a Harley race right now by itself is pretty impossible, and you're going to spend a good chunk of change anyways. Yep. Uh, and I think really the only difference is some of the wording on the box, kind of like video games and DVDs when they come from Canada. They yeah, usually have the the English and the like French uh, yeah. uh, wording on the box, but other than that, same figure, same design and stuff, and and carries the same value pretty much. Yeah, I've seen uh, yeah, I've been following uh, I think so someone in another group I was uh, purchased one, so I was kind of curious as, as to what the price was for the guy that was actually selling that just box. Yeah, it's not it's pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say that much. It's uh. It's definitely above five hundred dollars. We'll say that much. Yeah, I wonder if like the first <laughs> few went for a little bit less, or if, if they've all gone for the same, or now that more people know these boxes exist, how quickly they they're going gonna. Up? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it it wouldn't matter if that that figure like flooded the market for a little while. It's gonna it's gonna keep that value because of how sought after it still is to this day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. If you're going to spend two or three hundred dollars on the on the Harley, you might as well spend four or five hundred and get eight figures and, and make your money back. So, <laughs> right. I mean, right. I mean I, it's easy to say, and it's not as easy to pony up the money. But, <laughs> I mean, Uncle Sam took care of that for some people, so that's good. That's true. Uh, let's see. Okay, we want to do our retro wrestling. No, I keep messing this up. What's wrong? Yeah, with no, me? Random, well, random wait, merch wait, of the week. They both start yeah, with we, ours. Yeah, this is yeah, we, this is a, this is a, <laughs> a big one here. Random merch of the week, brought to you in part by Manscaped or whoever. Uh, Triple H <laughs> commemorative belt for this 25th anniversary. I I like that they're doing these. These belts are pretty cool. I'm I'm never going to be a belt collector. I just don't. Uh, just not a thing that I would want to do, but I can appreciate the coolness of these. And this is a uh, this is a really cool looking belt. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of mixed reviews on this one. Um, like I said, I'm biased because I'm a Triple H fan, uh, so I actually like the design. I like the belt design, and everything. A lot of people complaining that like the shape of the like the like the main plate of the belt, since it's circular, it's based off of the the new winged eagle, and it has like kind of like a square. Uh, leather strapping that it kind of like throws it off a little bit but if you you know triple h's like symbol and what all that stuff is like the the throne and all that stuff and that's what it is um i think it'd be weird to put a square plate in the middle of a belt personally um but i like it i mean 
they they just uh, released the Rocks Bell too, the the one that they never actually came out with. Uh, they released that like a, like last week or the week before. Um, but yeah, no, I I enjoy it. I like it. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, like the, said, the, the, the back of it. I mean, the 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 the, the leather in the middle looks kind of like his like logo mic that is on his like trunks usually. So I think it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, I don't. Uh, you don't have the. Um, like the WWF logo on it. That's the only thing that people are kind of bugged about. It's like, you know, it's kind of the, the redone logos, but whatever. The WWF. A lot of those belts are like sure. that. There are a lot of the newer belts that you have the WW instead of the WWF. Those ones would be hard to find. You'd have to, like, really, like, scour the lands <laughs> to, like, find those WWF logo belts. But it is what it is. It's a newer It's a newer belt, too. It's never You've never seen that belt before, so why would anyone complain that it doesn't say wwf on it that's right kinda, yeah i think point yeah i think for this one like you almost had to do the the different design kind of like they did the like you said the rocks and the undertakers because like the brett and the what else did they do sean and hogan like yeah those guys all have like iconic like colors that like yeah. that yeah the, you do the winged eagle and then they all had like their their color like yep. brett with the pink and stuff like that Triple H, you really couldn't have done that unless you did like green and black, and then everybody would have been like, "Well, it's a DX belt; it's not a Triple yeah, yeah. H belt." Yep. So I kind of I, I like the idea of doing this like more of his symbol type design instead of just doing here's the winged eagle or here's the title from his era and just doing like his logo somewhere on it. You actually did like the strap and and the leather and stuff in like a, a different design. So yeah, I, I do like kind of the look of it. it it's different. And if you're a belt collector, it's cool to have something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do love. I know Kenny in our group is a big belt guy, and he has an awesome collection. Um, so, you know, it's, it's to each his own, man. I mean, everybody collects something different. People probably think my uh, collection of Kurt Angle stuff is stupid. You never you never know. You know, it's all it's all about what you like. So, uh, true. Yeah. Uh, our retro wrestling recommendation of the week is here. It's uh, recommended by. One of our uh, Foley family members, Raymond Manzi. And uh, this is a, a match. I need to go back and watch. It's been a, a, quite a long time. Triple H versus The Rock. A ladder match for the Intercontinental title from SummerSlam 98. Love it. Yeah, that, yeah, that whole car was pretty ridiculous if you actually go back. Uh, the main event after that was Stone Cold versus uh, uh, The Undertaker for the WWF Championship at the time. Um yeah, no, I actually went back and like I didn't watch the whole match. I just like skimmed through because I really didn't remember it. Um, but yeah, it was a, it's actually a really good match, and it's like you get to see like it's '98, so it's like they're not obviously the main event guys that they are yet. Um, so you get to see like the beginning stages of Triple H and The Rock uh, going back and forth. Um, spoiler alert: Triple H wins. If you if you didn't know that, I feel like you say that a lot. I've been busy. I didn't have time. More, yeah, it's more than 20 minutes. Um, if you didn't know that as well, it's a Triple H match. All his matches are more than 20 minutes. Do the doing the, Googles. Uh, <laughs> that's a staple that's, in all triple matches, yeah. Triple H's matches. That's like that's the uh like the highway to hell build up pay-per-view, yep. right? With awesome, awesome yep. okay. Which which also was in Madison Square Garden, so I'm sure yep. there was a lot of like build up of hey, this ladder match also happened at mm-hmm. WrestleMania yeah, 10 exactly, at the same yeah. at the same building. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'll definitely it's been a while since I've seen that match, so I definitely have to go back and uh, 
and watch that too. Yeah, you also get a uh, Mankind versus the New Age Outlaws as well in a, in a tag team title match, which is I'm not sure what I totally forget the storyline of what happened there. I'm assuming he's supposed to have a partner and no one ever showed up or something like that. So well, I think they threw him into a dumpster, and then the next night we saw Chainsaw Charlie. But oh, I Chainsaw might... Charlie, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, If I'm remembering that correctly, it's been quite a while. uh, (laughs) That's funny. But it Uh, it is cool that, you know, the top three matches you have, obviously, Stone Cold, Undertaker in the main event, Triple H, The Rock, and Mankind. You know, that's, that's, you know, the five guys that really define the Attitude Era for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Should we get into this uh, quarantine uh, house situation that we've got up on our Facebook page? Uh, because people, our buddy Zach Egloff, put it on to. Uh, I said his name wrong last week, and he gave me shit. <laughs> I was yeah. like, e- say that, say that last name again. E- Egloff, 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 Egon, 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 Zach Egon, the new Ghostbuster guy. Um, so yeah, we we made some quarantine houses, and uh, we asked people to pick which house they would want to live in. Uh, I don't know if you guys weighed in, but I'm going to read off the houses row here real quick. If This is on our Twitter and our Facebook page if you want it. So we had the Golden Era, which was Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Jake the Snake, Ultimate Warrior, Andre the Giant, and Miss Elizabeth. Uh, we had Ruthless Aggression, which was R- Ruthless Aggression, which was John Cena, Randy Orton, JBL, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, and Lita. Uh, the New Generation, which was Brett the Hitman Hart, HBK, Razor Ramon, Lex Luger, Yokozuna, and Sonny. Uh, Attitude Era, Stone Cold, the guys we just mentioned, Stone Cold Rocks, Triple H, Undertaker, McFoley, and Trish Stratus. And uh, the current PG Era, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Becky Lynch. So I'll start with you, Marco. Uh, which which house are you living in for quarantine and why? Um, that was a tough one. I had to take some time to, you know, think about it. But I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Golden Era. Okay, why is that? You know, um, big Macho Man fan. Uh, love Macho Man. I think it'd be cool to hang out with the Hulkster and hang out with Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Not go near her because obviously I don't want any problems with Macho Man. You would, you would, ha- you- you'd have to do cocaine <laughs> if you, if you, if you, if you move into this house, you'd have to take up cocaine. And, I mean, I mean, it's, so, I mean, I'm not gonna say I would or wouldn't, but uh, <laughs> no, no, but if uh, I was forced, I mean, they probably forced me to do it. So, come on, you pussy. You know, uh, <laughs> I think they would have some damn good stories. I mean, that's, well, that's what sure. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you get, like, yeah, you get those guys together and like just telling stories about like the eighties, which would be, would be really awesome. Um, just like hearing all that, that crazy stuff, hearing stories about Vince McMahon, the crazy stuff he did yeah. during oh, the eighties yeah. would be yeah. pretty awesome to hear about. So it just said, see Miss Elizabeth, the first, the first lady, first the first lady, lady of, of the WWE. Yeah, man, yeah. she's the first lady of wrestling. So, uh, just to, uh, if you could talk to her, I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure the parameters. There's probably going to be rules in that house. Uh, probably not look at Elizabeth or walk <laughs> like six feet near her. There might be <laughs> that type of stuff. But uh, just to hear stories from Elizabeth, 
That'd be pretty awesome too. And, as well. and drinking and drinking beers with um with Andre the Giant, you know. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah, drink me under the table. Yeah, this here oh, trying to figure out what he's saying would be pretty cool as well. Yeah, I do the drinking game, trying to figure out what Andre is saying, and every time you don't understand what he's saying, you have to take a shot, which would be pretty awesome. So yeah, no, definitely golden era. All right, what about you, Mike? Yeah, it's a hard choice. Uh, I mean, really looking at it, I would think uh, just for my age and and what I was into as a kid, I'm I'm thinking new generation. Uh, I kind of feel like I would be the most entertained there, just between uh, the Brett HBK and the and the Sunny drama that would probably be going on in the house. And then uh, it would be cool to hang out with Razor Ramon, uh, and then whatever Lex Luger and Yokozuna are doing, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's my childhood or are those wrestlers. So for the, for the most part, I feel like that's probably the house that I would, uh, feel the most comfortable in. Okay. We all have different answers here. The the bad thing about both of your houses is Yoko and Andre are going to like go through the rations of food pretty, pretty quickly. Uh, so that might put a damper on things. Uh, I'm going to go with the attitude era. And, uh, I mean, I just, I love everybody in this group. Trish, for for me, Trish Stratus is the hottest one of all the ladies in in this. So I'd be able to look at her and uh, you know be able to drink beers with Stone Cold and and talk shit with The Rock and and uh, all these guys. I mean, I feel like they they all get along pretty well. I feel like I don't. There's maybe some professional rivalry here and there, but you know, you're, Mike's gonna have to deal with the Bret Hart and HBK and Sonny drama, and uh, Marco, you're gonna have to deal with the Mega Powers exploding and uh, all that stuff. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I think I think there's no wrong answer here, but I'm gonna go attitude there. But we want to hear from you guys. If you haven't weighed in yet, go to Facebook or Twitter and uh, find the uh, the tweet or the post about this, and uh, it's a pretty cool conversation. But uh, yeah, um, let's see where we are here. We went did our retro recommendation here. Me and Mike and Marco are gonna record our first episode of Raw 1996 trying to think of a good good name for this raw review is just kind of boring but uh that's what we'll call it for now we're doing the january 1st 1996 episode of monday night raw for the first ever the first and last ever raw bowl the old raw bowl so if you like football puns you better watch this because there's a lot so yeah uh, you guys are quiet over there, so I'm just gonna. Keep hey, going. I mean, it's 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 not. We'll, we'll get into it on the it's, show, but yeah, it's, it's not a, minutes, it's so. not a yeah, it's not a two or three hour raw. It's it's forty five minutes. It's on your network, and it's gonna be the very first raw of ninety six. It should be yeah. pretty easy to uh to to get to, but yeah, like like Phil said, if you're not into football, uh, you're probably gonna want to like stab your uh, ear drums out five minutes into the show, but. <laughs> Yeah, you, we you, we you will got, discuss. You got peak Vince McMahon here on commentary, but uh, <laughs> uh, you can hit us up on uh, Twitter and, and Facebook. We love to hear from you guys. We love to interact with you. Uh, it's ask at chickfoleyshow dot com. Again, just a re- reminder that our for our Foley family members on Tuesday the twenty eighth next week we're going to be doing our first ever live Zoom wrestling trivia on our Facebook page. So if you want to be part of that, definitely come by and hang out. Got some cool prizes for that. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of cool stuff in the works over the next couple weeks for uh, some bonus episodes. So I'm looking forward to that stuff. 
And uh, next week, I guess we're just going to talk more about Double or Nothing and, and Money in the Bank as they get closer here. And uh, hopefully, you know, it's day-to-day, so hopefully we still have wrestling. It seems like everything is good to go now that we've we've seen that wrestling is deemed essential, at least in Florida. So that's good. That's where that's where both shows are, are emanating from, both companies. So they can't they can't be mad at one one another right now. They're both helping each other out. So, um, yeah, good show, guys. Anything else you want to add before we get the hell out of here? You uh, no, you you were mentioning uh, uh, doing some extra episodes and stuff, and like you said, me and you uh, recorded one this week. You were uh, gonna ask Marco his thoughts. Oh, on our right. uh, on yes. our draft on our draft picks who won without the Hasbro a, draft without without spoiling the show since we haven't really gone into details since it's on uh, up on Patreon right now yeah Marco what'd you think oh man I don't want to choose that's hard that's a hard <laughs> choice right there um, I don't want to give away spoilers on the about the show so how do I just, just overall without... like who do, you, who do you think had the best roster I mean we I mean, we have a lot of the similar guys, like the top guys, obviously, because there's multiple, there's multiple Hogan's, there's multiple Macho Man's, there's multiple Warriors. We all multiple Shawn Michaels, multiple Bret Hart. So you know, we all we both drafted those guys. But um, overall, for where we got value at and picks, who do you think won? Uh, all right. I mean, if I have to choose, I'm gonna, I'll go with Phil. On that, oh, yeah. without without saying anything, without saying anything else, okay. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Keep yeah, it at that. Y'all plan okay. this out. Y'all plan this out before I got on the phone. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we've works. been playing this for months. Just to screw <laughs> you over, Mike. Uh, but it doesn't. The draft is just a short short part of this. I mean, we got to see how we do for uh, for drafting our you know putting together our WrestleMania card. I got a, a bomb ass main event coming up, so I'm ready for that. So. uh yeah, check it out, guys, and we appreciate you listening every single week. We love you guys. Our our listeners are the best part of what we do here, so thank you so much. Uh, so for Marco and Mike, Sheena, hopefully we'll be back with us next week. Uh, we will talk to you guys later. Stay classy, Marks. I feel alright I feel